This video is sponsored by Bipolar Broadheads, Wheeler's Whitetails, Hunter Safety System, Third Arm, Extreme Archery Products, Plot Watcher, and Virtual Sign-In Board. Welcome to Reality Hunt Club. This webisode we're going to be talking about a new product, a new sponsor for us. We'll be talking about Tim Knight about Bipolar Broadhead. This is an unbelievable broadhead. So stay tuned and let Tim tell you about his broadhead. As I said, we got a new sponsor. We're going to be shooting Bipolar Broadhead. Now, um, we were shooting a broadhead last year, and a lot of these a lot of these production companies that make videos, they change and all this. Um, but I want to tell you something. I'm really impressed by this broadhead that we're shooting here. Now, Tim's in Dublin, Georgia. We hunt in middle Georgia. Rally Hunt Club is not probably about 30 miles from here. Um, so Tim runs in the same circles we run in up here. So I just wanted to talk to him normally I would try to explain the broadhead but talking to Tim he does such a better job so I want I want to introduce introduce you to Tim Knight and um, so how'd you come about this broadhead Tim? Well one of my passions has always been bowling turkeys mm -hmm. and I wanted to develop a broadhead for me personally that would do more tissue damage to a gobbler because let's face it you know nobody talks about fixed blade broadheads in turkey hunting circles just right. because if you do not make a perfect shot with an inch and an eighth or a smaller, smaller cut fixed broadhead you're going to spend some time chasing that turkey or you're not going to get it so that, that was the way the bipolar came about i just wanted to fix me a broadhead that would do so much tissue damage to a bird if i made a marginal hit and as a bow hunter the day's coming to where you're going to make a marginal <laughs> shot on something trust me you know murphy's law will hit you but that's why the design this thing was to do uh, enough tissue damage to a turkey on a marginal hit you know that i would still be able to recover right. the bird right but come to find out it's just devastating on anything i mean it's just now now tim is, is this is a hybrid broadhead That's and right. tim was the first to do a hybrid broadhead some of you people are like what's a hybrid broadhead uh, well a hybrid broadhead is is it's fixed and it's a mechanical yes, explain it's, that it's, to it, well in one word it's a it's a fixed panel Expandable. Fixed panel. Well, anyway, so <laughs> what it gives you, it gives you the best of both worlds. Uh, this is basically uh, a three-year ongoing project for me personally. I basically took the best of all the worlds of all the broadheads and, and built one. I built one that was tough like a fix, but had the hemorrhage capability of a large expandable. But by doing this, I also solved a lot of problems with either or. So you get a toughness of a trocar tip with a fixed blade head that's dependable, but you get the hemorrhage capability of a large expandable, but without losing critical kinetic energy on impact like you do with most expandables, especially the rear deployers. Because a rear deploying broadhead, when it strikes a target, it immediately deploys. So now it's got to cut its way in. Right. 
Now, if you make a perfect shot, and, right. I, and I'll be the first one to tell you, any good sharp broadhead with a perfect shot will kill anything yes. that walks. Pass through and everything. But, but there again, the marginal hit thing. You right. know, if you square up a clavicle shoulder right. bone on a big white tail right. with a large expandable broadhead, right. you know, you're in trouble because it's expanded when it strikes. Now it's got to cut its way through all that before you get to the vitals. And let's face it, as bow hunters, you get what you cut. If you don't cut the vitals, you don't get down. That's right. He says marginal hits. <laughs> my name, if you watched the last three seasons, my name is Marginal Hits. So we're going to see, hopefully I won't have a marginal hit, but but I'm excited about this broadhead. And um, let me see, we're, what we're going to do next is we're going to we're gonna move the camera in and Tim's going to put one of these together. And it's toolless. Yeah. You can put them in the field. We were just talking about being able to take them up the mountain elk hunting and how um, pretty much if you've got the parts, you can put them together. It's pretty amazing. It's being an aerospace engineer originally, the engineering behind it is really, really cool. And I'm not an engineer, trust me. I was just a country boy redneck with an idea. So, so uh, let, me, let me show you a couple of pictures of some of the, I'm gonna warn you, these are some gruesome pictures. Let me show you some of the pictures of the animals, hogs and deer that Tim and his son Josh has yeah. taken. And then um, when we come right back, we'll, we'll be over the shoulder of um, Tim and let him show you how to put these things together. It's pretty cool. So stay tuned. All right, Tim, show me how what comes in the package and, and just show me the basics of how you put them together. Uh, this is the, the bipolar broadhead in its package, okay? Uh, if you'll notice that this package is made red, white, and blue, well, there's a reason for that. This broadhead is totally USA made, and I was adamant about that from day one. I don't care to make this broadhead in China, so if you're looking for a China-made bipolar, you're not going to find one. Anyway, all right, with that being said, uh, the only difference between the 125-grain model and the 100-grain model is the fair rule. I'm sorry, I've got to follow that camera lens. All right, that is the only difference. So if you want to shoot a 100 grain bipolar, you'll shoot this fair rule. If you want to shoot a 125 grain bipolar, you'll shoot this fair rule. You will lose no cutting diameter by switching weights, okay? They both cut an inch and an eighth by two and an eighth expanded, and they're an inch and an eighth by five eighths in flight, okay? This is a toolless design. The first thing I'm going to show you is how to put the practice blades that are actually on the back of the package right here. I'm going to show you how to put them in the broadhead. Very simple. You take this blade that simulates the swing blades. It looks like a little old flat pitchfork, okay? You'll slide it up into the fair rule like that and line up your axle pin hole, which is the larger pin, the 764, and you just slide it in. And once you slide that in, then you're gonna come back with your practice fixed blade, okay? And you're gonna slide it in the fair rule like that and screw on your trocar tip and it's set up for practice mode. Now. While we're on the subject of practice, this is a design that I also came up with. This is the second way, or my favorite way, that I like to practice with the bipolar. In your packaging, you're gonna get what's called a lock pin, which is a little bitty seven six, or this is a little bitty small pin that goes in the shear pin hole, and it's called a lock pin. And that's exactly what it does. It actually enables you to take your hunting blades, your expandable hunting blades, and lock them in the closed position where they cannot deploy. Using that along with your uh, practice fixed blade, 
Okay, you've got your sharp blade over here to the side, but setting it up that way, you can come as close to shooting the actual broadhead in practice mode that you're fixing to launch at that animal that afternoon or the next day or whenever you go hunting. Now, let me stress the importance of this. If you've got your broadhead set up with the lock pin with your expandable hunting blades, always shoot it into a foam style block target or a McKenzie 3D. Okay, can't shoot it into a blob target or into a bag target. Must be a foam style target. And as long as you don't shoot it more than eight or ten times, okay, then you're not going to have any significant dulling of your hunting blades because your expandable blades are facing the ferrule. So what does that do? Let's say you can go out and shoot that broadhead on your number one hunting arrow and you say, okay, good, I'm money. Okay, I know where that broadhead's flying to. So all you do is reverse the process. You'll unscrew the trocar tip, you'll take out the lock pin, put in your shear pin, replace that practice fixed blade with a sharp hunting blade, screw on your trocar tip, that, that arrow and broadhead combination go in your quiver number one. You grab your next arrow, your next bipolar, and you do the same thing until you shoot every single one of your broadhead tipped hunting arrows and feel your quiver, okay? You should never ever assume that a brand new broadhead on a brand new arrow is gonna fly to your point of aim. You owe it to the animal, you know, from an ethical standpoint, to shoot that broadhead arrow combination at a target before you ever launch it at a live animal, okay? Now, that being said, this is a toolless head, okay? The parts to assemble the broadhead are two expandable blades, an axle pin, a fixed hunting blade, a trocar tip, and believe this or not, shear pins. And this is nothing more than a flat toothpick. You can buy 750 of these in a box at Walmart or Kroger for 50 cents, okay? You and your buddies can go in half, spend a quarter a piece, and have a lifetime supply of shear pins, okay? Now, very simple. You're gonna take the two expandable blades and you're gonna line up the three big holes and sometimes you can take one of these little shear pins and it'll help you to start lining up your holes there. Okay, now, here, uh, there's your axle pin. Now this point I wanna make here, this is a solid stainless steel 760 force axle pin. It is not threaded, and there's two reasons for that. If you were to thread that pin, your axle pin, it'll take half the strength out of it. And also by threading it, you would be required to have a tool or keep up with a tool, such as an Allen wrench or a small eyeglass type screwdriver that you would have to have to screw this thing into the ferrule. But since it's toolless, all you simply do is you just slide that axle pin in there, line up your holes, okay, and push the axle pin through, okay. Now, once you've done that, I'm going to show you a part, okay. Now, your axle pin's in there, okay. Now, holding your axle pin in, you're going to fold your expandable blades up, okay, like so. Fold your expandable blades up. Now, you're going to take a wooden shear pin, a.k.a. flat toothpick, and it's going to go in the shear pin hole, which is the hole right below the axle pin. And you're going to push that in until it tightens. Okay? Rotate around show that. Okay, I'm going to show them to just a minute. Okay. Now, there you go right there. Okay. Now, your wooden shear pin is installed. And the cool thing about this, being it's a tapered flat wooden pin, it actually shapes itself 
and tightens itself to the tolerance of that shear pin hole. And then it's a very simple process of you just pop off the excess. Okay, now, the next process you're gonna do is you're gonna take your fixed hunting blade, and if you'll notice, this fixed hunting blade, I'm gonna turn it around this way, has got shoulders on it, okay? The shoulders on this blade design are what holds your mouse trap together. Notice how the fixed blade rides up and over your axle pin on both sides. And if you had the lock pin in there, it would be holding it in there also. That's what makes this head a toolless design. Now, it's just a simple matter of screwing on your trocar tip and your bipolar broadhead is ready to fly. Now, let me show you this right quick. Uh, let me grab a loop head pin. I'm gonna just use this piece of wire. The bipolar broadhead works on a tissue wedging effect, okay? As hair and skin and meat go between, and it's just a very little pressure I'm putting on this, watch that blade start open. See that? Either side, okay? When this strikes the animal, as hair and meat and bone go in between that blade and that ferrule, it's putting torque and pressure on that little wooden shear pin and it can't take it. It only takes about a pound and a half of pressure, okay, to pop that wooden pin and your broadhead deploys. Now, coming up with this shear pin system was a learned technology. I shot another company's broadhead through a steel barrel for an endurance test and their axle pin broke and the blades came out of the head. So I came up with the idea of what if you had a pin in the head that you wanted to break, okay? And I got that idea from my, basically, my boat motor because your prop and your foot on your boat motor have a shear pin, so if you strike a hard object in the water, it won't destroy the foot on your boat, okay? But not only did that shear pin solve that problem, but it got rid of O-rings, it got rid of rubber bands, it got rid of shrink tubing, and here's the cool thing. This broadhead, I guarantee it, will not deploy on takeoff, it will not deploy in flight, it will not deploy in your quiver. It will not deploy until it strikes the target it was intended to hit. Now, here's another thing. Shoot this out of the heaviest crossbow if you wish to, with, for the same reason. And also, for you guys that like to sit in a tent, or a ground blind, you can shoot our expandable broadheads through blind mesh with no issues. You try that with the others and you won't be a happy camper. But we tried, basically, in a nutshell to wrap this up. Uh, I am not a ballistics gel guy, okay? We did all our testing in our backyard. Number one, with a solid steel drum for endurance. And number two, with deer and hog carcasses hanging in a tree, shot from every possible angle you could imagine. I'm talking about quartered to, quartered away, straight shoulder, quartered shoulder, high angle, any way you could imagine you could shoot a carcass. That's what we did and that's what we based our tests on, okay? I am not a fan of ballistics gel, like I mentioned before, because ballistics gel is the same density from point A to point B and that in no way recreates the body cavity or density of a wild animal. But anyway, I hope these few tips and showing you how to assemble and disassemble this brawl head will help. And on down the road, we'll probably do another little webisode segment and we'll show you how to clean. Uh, after you've shot this brawl head, we'll show you how to clean it, resharpen it, and reuse it because I want to really make this point here. A broadhead head should be looked at 
as a tool, okay? It's insignificant what you shoot as a bow or as an arrow. All your bow and your arrow do is deliver your tool to the target. And if your tool fails you, everything behind your tool is an insignificant point, basically. So anyway, guys. Okay, okay so, so hold on, stand by, we'll close this out. All right, thanks Tim for that great explanation. Um, that's what we're so impressed by. It's just an unbelievable, clean engineering design. He might tell you he's not an engineer, but looking at those pieces and how they fit together, he's got some engineering in him. I don't believe that at all. That, that brought his well engineered. Um, we're gonna be shooting them. Um, the five adults are gonna be shooting uh, probably the 100, 125, and the two 14 year olds are gonna be shooting the 100 grand. And we're excited about it. And you go to you go to the website. I've had the website address up most of the show. Uh, Buy-polarbroadheads.com um, and buy them. It's a great deal, and we're excited to have them and be putting them on the end. My dad's gonna be shooting one with a crossbow, so we're gonna try to get him some more pictures and some video. Let's see what this boy can do. But it's definitely been tested, and we're excited about them. I feel like my broadhead cost me a deer last year. And even though I made a poor shot, um, Tim's brought it. Mike, this bipolar might have brought him home a little bit better than than um, me just wounding him. And apparently, I'm still hunting him because he's back on camera now. So anyway, um, hope you enjoy this. Go buy your bipolars, try them out at the website on the screen. And thanks for watching Reality Hunt Club. Thanks for watching our video podcast. You can watch high definition versions of all our shows at Hunt365.tv. Stay connected with us and receive notices of all our new webisodes by liking us at our Facebook page.